welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 42 of the Photography Q&A podcast. Is editing your images cheating? If you're a member of any online forum or in a Facebook group, I'm pretty sure you've heard someone say, I like to get my settings exactly right in camera so I don't have to edit. Well, I say good for them. If they're satisfied with the results, then go for it. I've no problem with it. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. But the other 99.99% of us would like to edit our pictures in some way. I think there are three types of photographer. The first type is a person that takes photos of kids, sunset, travel photos, uploads them to the computer, and then they pick some out maybe to get them printed, but that's it. They don't want to spend time editing them. They don't even want to learn how to do a basic edit. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. If you're having fun taking photos, that's all that matters. Keep going. You're doing all right. The second are photographers who like to put their stamp on their work. Even if the only thing they do is straighten the image, that's all they need to do to make their images stand out. It really does. Just a little bit of effort and you can really change the way your images look. It makes a huge difference. And once you have started doing a little bit of editing, you also start experimenting more with your camera settings. Camera settings and editing techniques tend to go hand in hand. The third group of photographers act like or are professional photographers. They know that to sell their work, it needs to be top-notch, a really good quality. Editing to this group of photographers is half of what's needed to produce a quality image. Getting the settings exactly right in camera is only 50% of the job. Now, I've heard arguments, people saying, but they didn't do any editing 100 years ago when they had old film cameras. Well, yes, they did. If you look into Ansel Adams, an American icon, excellent photographer in his day, which still would be today, I imagine, he was born in 1902. He got his first camera when he was 12. And in his early 20s, he was commissioned to take photos of the national parks in America. By 1925, he developed a technique that relied on sharp focus, heightened contrast, precise exposure, and darkroom craftsmanship. Darkroom craftsmanship means he used everything he could to produce the tonal detail he needed. He was in control of how his prints looked using methods such as dodging and burning. Now, dodging and burning is still used today in Adobe Photoshop, either lightening or darkening a section of the image, and he would do that in the darkroom. Now, if you go on anseladams.com or anseladams.org, you can buy his pictures. You can buy some of his photographs. You can get large prints, or you can actually buy an actual photograph for many thousands of dollars. And I mean many thousands of dollars. Now, they really are stunning images, and when you consider what he used and that he was climbing mountains to capture these images, like nowadays, guys go up mountains and they do landscape shots, and yes, they still are going up some nasty terrain, but there are trails there. When he did it, there were no trails. He just aimed for the top and went for it. If this guy had just climbed the mountain, taken the picture, come down and let someone else develop the, the images in a dark room, he wouldn't have been as famous. The quality wouldn't have been there. It wouldn't have been his overall image of what he wanted. But because he did, and he stressed over his photographs, and he developed how the images looked, that made his work so memorable. And like I say, you look at them today and you're looking at landscapes from almost 100 years ago. Well, some are 100 years old, and they're just incredible. In black and white, they are still incredible. The detail that's there, it really is wild. So what should you do? Well, I'm not going to tell you to go start climbing mountains, 
that's not going to improve your uh, photography much. Although it might and you'll get a lot fitter. I'm going to tell you to start thinking about photo editing as 50% of the process. It really doesn't take much editing to make an image pop. It really doesn't. What will make your photo editing easier? Well, without a doubt, the number one thing you need to do to make your process easier is to stop shooting in JPEGs. You need to shoot in RAW. The RAW file has layers of information and all these layers of information are lost when you shoot in JPEG because the camera just takes what it thinks is needed, squishes it down into a single layer and pops out a JPEG. You lose all the options you had. Shoot in RAW and all the information still there. If you've got an image that's underexposed and it's saved as a JPEG, it's almost impossible to fix it. You can make it look a little bit brighter, but you lose detail in other sections of the image. If it's shot in RAW, you can correct anything you like in that image and then save it as a JPEG afterwards. It's a really simple process. All you do is shoot in RAW. In Lightroom, you import the RAW files, edit them, and then you export them as JPEGs. And you can always go back to the original RAW file at a later date and re-edit them. So a year later, you look at it and you think, that was an awful edit. You can actually get the image again and re-edit it and save another JPEG, ready for print or whatever you're doing. So is editing cheating? No, it is definitely not. It's necessary. It's half the job of a photographer. So start doing shooting raw and edit your images correctly. Okay, that's it for this week. I'll be back next week with another installment. So stay tuned. Have a good one and shoot in raw and start editing your images properly. Okay, have a good one. Bye.